This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by copious amounts of alcohol. Copious amounts of alcohol, the number one way to make bad decisions. From north to south, east to west, the only formerly cuck-filled podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Sage, and with me today, he's biologically immune to stepping on Legos. It's Tab Burt. Welcome back, everybody. And he once opened mouth kissed Don Cheadle. It's Tim the Handbreaker. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> I'm good. I bet you didn't know that about yourself, Tim. <laughs> you were real drunk when that happened. <laughs> I must have been real drunk. Well, uh, welcome to the show, Sage, longtime voicemailer, first time host of the show. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, by spite producer request, we got Sage. By on the popular show. demand. <laughs> I have no reason to be here, but all right. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> for maybe people who haven't listened uh, for a long time, Sage has been a caller to the show, leaving voicemails for quite a while. Quite a while. He's very controversial. He stirred up a whole mess. <laughs> this is very funny. I posted on the Discord, hey, be sure to get your voicemails in yeah. for Sage is going to be on the show. And some, the immediately, it, this, is, <laughs> immediately. this was like two years ago. Yeah. It's like the guy went into a restaurant at 8.50 and wanted demanded <laughs> service. It's like, God damn. <laughs> That's a reasonable request. So there was there was a huge uh, that was a huge controversy in the voicemail segment for a yeah, while it was yeah. <laughs> a back and forth. Um, it was like it was for like a month. It was it was like a Twitter fight, but instead yes. of instead of that instantaneous like bling, it's like I got to wait for next week's episode to <laughs> hear what the comeback is. Uh, too much fun. I still say I'm right. Um, I think it all depends on it if depends you work on in food service that, but also I think it also depends on the kind of place it is. You don't go to a sit-down place. A place that's like ten minutes to make your food and you get the fuck out. It's not a big deal. It's fucking five, ten minutes that I'm in there and I'm out. You want a sale? Take a fucking sale. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh boy. Well, uh, today we re- so we're recording this episode a week early, and we're gonna end up recording next week's episode a week early. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And. So there may end up being a gap week for the patrons. Anybody who's subscribed to the Patreon feed, there may be a gap week coming up uh, between episodes 232 and 233 because all of these are going to get pushed out. 230, 231, and 232 are all going to be coming out much earlier than they yes. should. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to give everyone a heads up on that. That may be happening. We might record something as a filler to just to release to Patreon, like a second bonus episode, just to stay in the habit of recording each week. But um, we also today we sat down and recorded. It was a it was a fifty fifty toss up between beer fest and the way of the gun as to what we were going to record. Yeah, and beer fest the torrent ended first, or it, maybe <laughs> it just ended. It was the top one on the list. But anyway, we watched that movie today, and I'll be talking about more of that that later. You can get that on Patreon. Um, and yeah, I think that's all the big business at the beginning of the episode. You guys did a great episode without me last week. Yes. Uh, sorry. Uh, you know, I mean, you must have had a great time though. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was all right. Uh, I've I've definitely had more fun. All right. So, did you have to sign an NDA? No. I was, so I didn't make the show because oh. uh, every time every time they asked me, they'd say like, "All right, we want you to build a castle with some fairies and stuff." And uh-huh. instead of doing that because that's stupid, I would just build spaceships. 
I'm assuming Will Arnett did not like that. So I just I just built like tons of spaceships, and they're like, um, "Well, you're supposed to what build." What the fuck happened? You're supposed to Where'd build a, a fairy castle, and uh, and I said, "No, I'm going to build a spaceship." Yeah, no. Tab Tab went and auditioned for uh, Lego Brickmasters season two, Buildmasters, whatever oh, the show's okay. called. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, can you build uh, build something to do with sports?" And I'm like, "Here you go, it's a spaceship." <laughs> like, that doesn't have anything to do with sports, and I said, "You know what? Fuck you, Will Arnett." Nobody even likes you. <laughs> You're nobody's favorite anything. Yeah. Yeah. And then they they asked me, sir, you have to leave now. Right. So well, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even really want to be on their show uh, because I hate it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you get a phone call. Sometimes you got to do stuff. Exactly. Uh, what about you, Tim? What have you been up to this week? Uh, well, it hasn't been that long since we recorded uh, the last episode. Um, but you made it back in town time for us to do our regular movie night. Yep. So we did movie night. We watched, uh, the last action hero classic. Yes. Uh, we watched star Trek two, the wrath of Khan. Another classic, another classic. And then we watched, uh, a movie I had never heard of. Well, I, I had heard of it because I had seen it here before. Mm -hmm. Uh, damnation alley. Yeah. For some reason, your dad has a copy of Damnation Alley, which came out in like '78 or so, somewhere yeah. around there. I have well, and I have no idea because the case for this is it's the movie poster on the front, and on the back is just screen grabs from the movie. Yeah, and then you open up the box, and the disc is literally blank. It's a just a DVD-R that has no markings of any kind. You put it in, and it's got <laughs> like the the homemade like here press this to watch yeah when track it, one on the disc it was uh the other so the other funny thing is i just noticed that it has rainbow skies in the poster to oh let you it know does that, that wasn't intentional that is gonna happen in the movie yeah the other, we watched another movie though this weekend uh robot jocks that's right we did watch robot jocks uh the precursor to pacific rim and uh real steel and it was incredible it was could not believe how much we enjoyed that movie. Yep. Uh, the the instead of war, they just put two robots and they fight, and then whichever team wins, they get the territory that they're warring yeah, over. Yeah. And uh, it was it was wild from start was. to finish as to what the hell was I, going it ramps. On. It's a movie that ramps up too. Yeah. And then it and then it just ends <laughs> the way all movies should end. It's like, yep, here's the logical conclusion. Let's just let the movie be straight over. to credits. Yeah. Uh, uh man. Yeah, so, well, that's what we have going on. Sage, what do you have going on these days? So, uh, sorry I couldn't come on the show sooner because I had chronic diarrhea. Um, no, not really. Uh, about two weeks ago, <laughs> I had surgery, so partly been stuck in bed. Uh, but I've been playing video games and back to streaming and shit for the last week, so that's been nice. Yeah. Uh, what, what, why, why, it's been... It's been, we said, you started calling in to the show, was it before Tim was on the show or was it after Tim was on the show? Well, before Tim was on the show. It was right after you came on the show. Yeah. So oh, well. uh, he's been a long, long time caller. Generated tons of controversy. <laughs> uh, but evidently yeah, a fan. Yeah, a bunch of faggots. <laughs> <laughs> evidently a, somewhat of a fan favorite in order to get de a demand yeah. to have you on the show. So. I would take that as a big compliment. Again, I don't see why, but all right. I, I appreciate it. 
maybe maybe just to troll all the other listeners. Yeah, yeah, show. yeah. Because I, I, everyone's going to hate this episode. I guess I can I can go ahead and say it. Uh, the same person who requested you has also requested that we have Dead Helm on the show next week. <laughs> so Dead Helm okay. is going. Well, I'll leave now. <laughs> Dead Helm is going to be on the show next week, but Dead Helm was supposed to be on the show several months ago, and I was going to surprise even you with it. Yes, that's right. Uh, but it ended up not working out, which is a real bummer. So, well, oh, I'm definitely not listening to that episode. Fuck that. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll generate a lot of voicemail. See, the thing is with the weird off weeks, right? This there'll be a bunch of voicemails about both of these coming episodes uh-huh. all at once during 233, I'm sure. Yes. So anyway, well, let's jump into some issues. Tim, what's your first issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get. The quote spirit of the game. Uh, so there's big, there's big soccer news in the headlines, uh, today. So what happened is, uh, 12 of the biggest and most popular soccer teams in the, uh, in, let's see, they're just like four British team, four British teams, four Italian teams and four, um, Spanish teams, uh, created a new league the European Super League, and uh, people are up in arms about this. Okay. So the way I understand it, we don't really have a similar league system into any of any of our sports. The closest thing might be baseball. Because we, because I, because everyone knows, like we've got like the Major MLB, and minor, but then we've got like the minor league teams, and mm-hmm. then there's there's like there's like triple A minor, double A minor, yeah, and then under that you've got like intramural teams, high school teams, right? Yeah. Um, part of it is because a lot of our sports have happens to coincide with um, academia, mm-hmm. the collegiate sports is is probably is, is the second biggest level of sports we have, um. But they have like local teams, right? Like, like, like we would have. Uh, we have the drillers. We have the like, like we would have the drillers. Mm-hmm. But then if we, but then if we had like a state team, yeah, 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 that would be like the Sooners. Yep. If they were NFL. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but then there's because of all the different countries and like sub regions of Europe and everywhere else, there's all these different leagues. Even and FIFA is like the one that is like, well, every four years you guys do a big old tournament, figure that shit out, and then we'll broadcast that onto uh, TV. Um, and make a video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Um, well, everyone's up in arms about this, saying that it's going to ruin all the little guys, right? Because these are the these are the guys that have the money to make this big old super team. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, they're like, hey, we're going to play. We're playing. We're our matches will be midweek. So, so you, it's not conflict. So you can go back to the you can go back to your ho- little shitty hometown and play on the weekend on the, your on your hometown games. So this is this is a they're making a team. It's a league. It's a league of just the best it's, from it's, the it's minor like, it's league. It's like if if like if uh, imagine half the NFL went off and was like, "Hey, we're making the XFL mm-hmm. for the third time." Uh, right? Yeah. But imagine if it was all the best teams in the NFL, like the top 12 yeah. or top 24. How, we've got a bunch. Um, so the the people that would be in arm, up in arms are the people that root for, you know, the Raiders. The Buffaloes. Or the, the Buffaloes or the Oilers. Yeah. Who are like, but but now my team can't play with the big boys. Yeah. 
Um, but don't you kind of want that? It reminds me. So when we were in high school, uh, our school, our junior year, went from five A to six A, which is which is based on the school size. Yeah. And so we went from competing with other large sized high schools throughout the state mm-hmm. to suddenly uh, competing with these district wide high schools in the state. The kind that get. Uh, huge amounts of money. Huge amounts of money, and program. also, if you play on that team, you're gonna get like a first. You're gonna like a first picks to your college. Yeah. So we got paired up with those guys and got the shit kicked out of us. Yep. And so our senior year, they re- they reduced freshman admission, and I think they cut some students from the other classes yeah. to get us drop us back down into five A, yep. where we won the state's championship again. We dominated because we won. I think we won it all three years in high school, uh-huh. other than the one we were six A. Yeah. So. To me, like I'd if I'm a small team, I'd much rather just compete with small teams rather than that. It's like, oh yeah, here's the week where we have to go play against the Sooners. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, fuck. Exactly. But the the um everyone, all the things I've seen is like, yeah, this is gonna ruin like the local games and and it's it's just a money grab. No shit, it's sports. <laughs> the only thing in sports that isn't a money grab is like little league. No, I even think even that's but a money even grab. then, like because sports is such a big thing, you know, football and basketball here in the states, like little league games get scouts. Yeah, scouts. Ridiculous. But yeah, the 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 argument I always see is like this is all against the spirit of the game. Well, so is like so is televising def- it. So is televising <laughs> it. So is televising it. But like, so is all the fucking ads that's around the um, on the walls. On the walls. Um, so is the World Cup. So imagine having the- all your players like showing up in Gatorade commercials and stuff. So is having like the lead scorer have a you know fifty million dollar a year contract. Yeah, that. Uh, I, I just have a quick question. Um, who cares about soccer? <laughs> Everyone that doesn't live in the U.S. So worthless people. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, I, it's it's a unique thing because we don't have the same uh, well, system think, set up here. I think no, I don't think it's not that we have the same system. I think it's that our shit's so ingrained. Like try the XFL. Right? Yeah, they Which tried, they tried to, to make a competitor to Monday Night Football. Yeah, and it failed, and it failed because and the NFL has huge tax incentives to to be a, they're a nonprofit. Yes, it's ridiculous. Yep, and you know it's just a huge scam. It's a huge money scam. So in order to get, in order to make a new league, like if you wanted to create a new uh-huh. NCAA basketball thing. That would take a huge amount. I mean, I remember when the Big 12, this is odd it's coming from me knowing about sports, but yeah. the Big 12 uh, had a bunch of schools drop out and they were down to like eight for a while, yeah. but they'd still decide to keep it the Big 12 because they hoped to bring more teams in. Yeah. And the other leagues that tried to launch off of that just didn't really work out yeah. because they didn't have the clout, the existing clout. Like I think we live in a much more of a caste system when it comes to sports as to what you are allowed to have. Like these triple a baseball, yeah. the drillers play the same, like 11 teams, five, they'll do like five nights, them playing us here. Uh-huh. Then they'll do five nights, us playing them there. And then it's like, all right, here's the next team. And we do the same thing. And that's the season. And none of these teams are anybody you know of. No. Uh, because Toledo, of course it's triple a ball. Like we know who the drillers are because we live in Tulsa yeah. and we, 
you get tickets to the games at Quick Trip. Yeah, that's why we know who the drillers are. If it just comes with your coupon, it comes with your receipt. I bet in Oklahoma City they have no fucking idea that we have a AAA ball team. Yeah, I think they have a AAA ball team. Couldn't tell you what their name is. I know they have yeah. a baseball field. Yeah. The, the stratification is probably much easier in Europe to be like, hey, these 12 teams, you want to like put together our own league? Like, yeah, sure, no problem. Yep. We've got all the cameras. Well, and why exactly is it an issue? Doesn't it seem like the competitiveness will add to it and, you know, there's more teams that can go on to do other things? Yeah, well, yeah, I don't Yeah, I do. Either. I do not see the downsides to this. You get to play more games. Yeah, like that's every athlete's thing is to get more game. Yeah, as soon as this stuff was announced, uh, the other leagues uh, were immediately like, "Yeah, if anyone uh, goes and plays for that league, uh, they're going to get banned from all of our games." Uh, Here comes the uh, what is it? Rico lawsuits. If it was in America, yeah, not America. I'm sure. I'm sure the mob is totally okay in Uh Europe. Uh, What a what a dumb argument too. Exactly. To the spirit of the game. Like it's you you kick a ball around. You kick a ball around for No one cares about the spirit of the game either. Yeah. You kick a ball around for nine and a half hours and you hope that you kick the ball around good enough that you can be put in to the league, the actual league that people watch, so they can get your name in a video game and you're like the next famous foot uh soccer player who no one uh-huh. knows who you are. How many soccer players can you name? Troy Palomalu. No. Pele. Pele? Yeah. Pele and uh David Beckham. David Beckham. Boom. That's who I thought you would go for. In your face. Yeah. No, Troy But Paul even then, like it. David Beckham is famous in the United States for marrying a spice girl. Yeah, she's a spice girl? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I just knew that she was in the vampire movies. Wasn't it baby spice? Uh posh spice. And she's not in the vampire movies. Yeah, she is. Oh, that's Kate <laughs> Beckinsale. You're Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I have no idea who these people yeah, are. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah, all my entire life, I thought those two were married. I nope. guess not. Nope. I couldn't pick David Beckinsale out of a... <laughs> <laughs> David Beckinsale. <laughs> I couldn't pick David Beckham out of a lineup of one guy. Yeah. I mean... I heard the name. Same with Pele. I've heard the name Pele. Mm-hmm. Could not. Could I couldn't tell you what color his skin was. They brought him out Some for white guy. Oh, I see. I was thinking he was Brazilian. <laughs> Pele is. Yeah. Uh, they brought Pele out for um, during an E3 back when we had those things. Yeah. Uh, for the EA uh, sports sports thing, and they they were supposed to do like a quick interview with him, and it la- it seemed like it was two and a half hours long oh my god just like a soccer game yeah, <laughs> yeah. kick the ball over here kick the ball over there kick the ball over there kick the ball again and now someone made a goal all right three and a half hours till that happens again <laughs> uh talk the spirit of the game yeah but uh we're gonna we're gonna let our players go get scanned into the computer so they mm-hmm. can be put into fifa and here's your can, bag of money here's a big bag of money like, if they cared about the spirit of the game, they wouldn't let people fall on the ground and pretend like they're hurt. No fucking <laughs> kidding. Yeah. Yep. They would actually like have some fucking integrity in this shit. It's like to me, if you want to get the true spirit of the game, is like go find a bunch of kids somewhere yep. that are just playing yes. for fun. And they're, you know, it's like uh they're kind of keeping score. 
and they're kind of you know they're they're not they don't care it's just mm-hmm. a bunch of people having fun that's the spirit of the game yeah a couple guys playing in the park yeah you abandoned that a long long time mm-hmm. ago uh with all your bs and it's like the the ultra competitiveness like there's no spirit of the game Nah. The sniping of players from team to team so that you can build your roster. Yeah. So like in the NFL, if you ever if you ever watch an NFL game, uh, the coach is on the sideline covering his mouth because there were there would be guys before they before they did that. There would be guys. They would hire lip readers to go like, hey, what is that other coach saying? Yeah. Because that's how you know how to play against them. Mm-hmm. Not by playing good, but by reading their lips. Yeah. Every little competitive edge you could possibly get. You know, th- anytime you can get as close to going offsides as possible. Yep. It's like, it's it's Squeeze pure it competition. Yeah. The spirit of the game is cheating. And it's competition because uh, you win more, you get more money. Mm. Well, and apparently FIFA is incredibly corrupt. Yeah, that's, I know that is from Sean. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember hearing about that. They have huge corruption huge things. Huge corruption. Who gets their uh, who World gets the World Cup that's games. That's why it was in uh, Qatar. The next one's in Qatar. Yeah, where Qatar. is it? Qatar. If, if, Q-A-T-A-R. Ah. Yeah. There's a, uh, because they gave a bunch of money uh-huh. to some, some few key people. Yeah. Well, that's inside the spirit. The spirit of the game is to make these guys who don't actually play but manage just make uh, fill their they're, fucking pockets. They're the money. real. They're the real players. They're the real heroes here. Yeah. Uh, this uh, what a what a fucking joke this shit is. To to then say we're gonna ban you out of it, I, imagine that imagine that for like a regular job, right? Yep. Like you're a mechanic. Uh, you you work for Meineke or whatever, uh-huh. Hibden Tires Plus, and you fix cars. And then your neighbor comes over and they're like, hey, um, my car's having this problem. Can't afford to go get it looked at. Can you look at it? And you're like, yeah, 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 sure. I can definitely look at it. And then you take a look at it and you go, oh, yeah, yeah. It's something real simple. I, I This weekend, I'll just uh, we'll put it up on some jack stands. I'll show you how to yep. fix this. And then you go you get to work on monday morning at Meineke or wherever yeah. and your boss is like oh yeah look at this and he shows you pictures of you working on uh-huh. your neighbor's car like uh did he pay you like well he bought me a dinner you know he's my neighbor i'm just doing him yeah. a favor because sometimes he checks the mail when i'm out of town or ch- checks the dog and and i, I like i like and, doing it and i like doing it and i like the guy like oh no 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 and it's my personal time <laughs> yeah uh no, you're you're uh sorry, you're out of Meineke, and we've blacklisted you from all of the mechanic jobs yeah. on the planet. Like that would never happen. <laughs> it's uh it's it's like a, if you work on a pet project, like if you're a video game developer and you develop a video game in your spare time, and then uh-huh. you launch it, and the company you used to work for is, tries to lay claim to it. Yeah. Like, no, th- this is... No, companies do that. They will literally tell you that anything that you create while you work for them, they own it. That's yeah, they true. have ownership over it. Even if it's done on your own time, yeah. on all your own hardware. Yeah, that, that shit's uh, fucked up. That's why all of my lighting design contracts and sound design contracts, have, have. there's a stipulation that says all of my design is my intellectual property, which means that they can't... Steal it take it if they if they were if they decided oh we're gonna do this show again here we're just gonna load up your same mm-hmm. qlab file uh they can't do that because yeah. that's my intellectual property i can sue the fuck out of them they can 
pay me a fee and <laughs> reuse my material, but they yeah. have to pay the fee. Uh, I I almost had someone try and do that. Really? Yeah they 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 asked me they asked me for my stuff, and I was like, uh, yeah, I have all that. Why? Like, oh, we're wanting to do it again. Like, okay, do you want me to come do it? Like, oh no, we just figured you could just send the sound effects you already had. Like, um, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Those are my sound effects that I made or found and put together. Yeah, you can. I can sell them to you for this show. No, 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 we don't want to. We don't really want to pay anything for it. Like, well, then I hope you 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 enjoy doing your show in silence. Yeah, because that's what it's going to be. I was, uh, and that was the last time I worked with that group. Good. Yeah. Partially from my own choice, and partially because they never called me again. <laughs> I'm sure they were like, "This what an asshole wants wants <laughs> us to pay him for his hard work and time." Uh, what a prick! What a dickhead! I can't believe this guy. He, we uh, it was it was like I don't know I want to say it was eighteen months later or something it was right on the cusp of me probably just deleting just, the files just, anyway yep yep you like like a week before you were like nah, I don't know if I'm ever gonna need these again I don't they don't take up that much room though yeah. but I really don't need them I, I could just delete them I think it was it was one of those things where I was like I should offload these onto my archive drive yeah. and I was like eh, I, don't, I don't really don't want to deal with plugging the power into that uh -huh. and and then wait and, and waiting waiting the archive drive is a slow drive yeah waiting for everything to transfer over. I've got other stuff to do. And then I get this email. Like, hey, we were looking for, it was, it was, we were looking for this thing. <laughs> like it was theirs. Like, like I left it there yeah. for him. Like, no, <laughs> I, I did it all on my computer. Like, I don't, there's nothing left behind. Yeah. I didn't like burn a CD. I think that's what they thought was that I burnt a CD of sound effects and just played it through their sound system. And so they're thinking that somewhere in this, somewhere there would, should be a CD that's like, name of the show files yeah and they could just slide it in the disc player and go oh that's the knock sound oh that's the this sound and no mm -hmm. it's all built in a computer to execute it it was 50 percent of the show <laughs> uh i was I, I i was annoyed at the time but now i just find it very funny yes yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah anyway man fuck these soccer players I don't want to ever hear about soccer ever again, <laughs> ever again. Like it, unless it's soccer now illegal. I would like that one. And yeah. the other, the other one I'd like to hear, I, and really it's just, I, I would just want to see the one blurb like USA wins the world cup. I'm like, yeah, we did. Fuck you guys. I'll let you know next year. Yeah. Don't though. If they lose, I don't care, but if they win, that's I, what I'm saying. I want to rub they it win, in their face. I'll let you know. I think when the USA wins the World Cup, uh -huh. we should the rest of the world should have to call it soccer until soccer until the next <laughs> World Cup. That should be the rule. As far as I know, soccer is the actual like uh, origin term. Of course it is because yeah. we're very smart. Yeah, they 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 saw our cool game of football. Yeah, and they decided they wanted to emulate it. That's that's why they call it football. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's a great issue, Tim Sage. What is your issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Services being pushed onto the customer. So uh, I, a while ago, I bought a P.O. box online, uh, fill out the forms, and I get to the end, and it says I have to go in to get my actual P.O. box number. Like, okay, fine. Go in, bring the mandatory 12 forms of ID that the government requires along with confirmation number. And the Asian lady that's working there immediately gets annoyed and says, where the form? I'm like, what form? 
She holds up a paper and says, this one, you fill out? I'm like, yeah, I filled it out online. And she interrupts me and says, you're supposed to print it and bring it in. Fill it out and give back to me. So I have to ask you guys, why is that my responsibility? And why isn't that information on their side? Well, yeah, why isn't it just say it should on, be on a, why, What's the fucking point of the online thing if you have to take the form in? You should just go walk in with a confirmation exactly. number and scan it, and they give you an envelope that says, like, your number's one, two, three, four, and here's the fucking key. Yeah, and it never said anything about me bringing in the form. Whatever, you know, not a big deal. Fine, fuck it. I fill out the, you know, I'll fill out the form. But either way, they received my payment without any problems. So why am I getting some <laughs> Asian woman yelling at me for not filling out a form and printing out a form that's stored on their website? It's fucking bullshit. But... Okay, so day before that, uh, totally different thing. I go through a drive-thru to get some food, and I bring it home, and I'm missing half of my order. So I'm like, God damn it! every time I go to fucking Wendy's, this happens. So fine. I call them, speak to the manager, and say I want a refund. And the lady says, why didn't you check the bag before you left? Like, <laughs> bitch, what kind of victim-blaming bullshit is this? Like... You're going to fucking tell me I need to check your fucking bag because you may have made a mistake? Why don't I just make the food myself then, you cunt? The uh, My mom, when she moved to her house out in the boonies, <laughs> set up her electricity, uh, or no, set up her internet, and she calls and they say, uh, it'll take two to three days for it to be set up, so you have to wait two to three days. So two to three days later, she calls back and says, yeah, I still don't have internet. What's the deal? And the lady looks like, oh, there's not even a work order to install internet for you. So the first lady had just dismissed her as calling in too early. Wow. Uh, but didn't even check to see if there was a work order. Didn't even pull up the account. And it's like, wow, I wasted three days of my entire life uh, waiting for you to do your job that I should have expected you to be bad at. Like the Wendy's thing. Like, I'm sorry. I just assumed that putting two burgers, two fries, and two drinks in a bag was something that a child could do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. It, like, uh, not to out my fat-ass self, but I had, like, 12 nuggets and... Or, no, 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 sorry. 14 nuggets, because I fucking ordered some weird thing, and they only gave me eight nuggets. Like, what the fuck did you possibly do? There's not even a, a way to order eight nuggets. How do you fucking give me that many? Doesn't it also have the number like on, on the, the box? <laughs> yeah, but, like one is a ten piece, one is a four piece. Like you can't accidentally like miss six. That doesn't make sense. Ah, uh, I that happened. We went to Popeyes, and that happened. That Popeyes always fucks up my order every fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Ordered. I ordered. Uh, so whenever I go to chicken places, I like to order extra biscuits because I will put them in the fridge and eat them for breakfast <laughs> for like two or three days. And so I ordered us some. I ordered, you know, my my meal came with biscuits, and then I ordered a couple extra biscuits. And Tim's meal came with fries. Yeah. And I get home, and you know, we split them up. I'm like, here's your bag with your meal. And I drop him off, and then I get home, and I open up my thing, and instead of a side of Biscuits, I have a gigantic fucking thing of fries. Like more fries than one man could ever possibly eat. Yeah. And I just was like I was I was really looking forward to breakfast on Monday and Tuesday being yep. a couple of biscuits. Fuck me. Just eat cold fries. Fuck you. <laughs> 
and, and then I call them and they're like, well, uh, you can come back for more biscuits. Like, I don't want to come back. I don't. The whole point of driving through was that I drive through and then I'd sit down at home and that'd be the last time I have to go out today. Yeah. Okay, perfect. That transitions me into my next part of this fucking story because it gets worse. So I'm already irate and I ask her if she's trying to put the blame on me for their mistake. And she changes the subject back to my request for a refund and says, I have to go over there to get my order replaced. I'm like, no, I don't have time for that. And I don't want that. I don't want the food. I want my money refunded. I'm not driving back over there. And she's like, I can't refund you unless you come here. So I'm close to freaking out at this point. So as politely as I can muster, I let her know that I paid with a debit card and they are able to refund my money back to me without me having to go down there. Like I worked in a restaurant when I was a kid, you know, my family owned a business. I know how this works. I'm not fucking retarded. So she says, I can't do that. You have to come here. So I'm done at this point and I scream at her that she either is going to refund me or I'm going to come down there and I'm going to be getting violent. And of course the cunt hangs up on me and uh, I'm, I'm steaming mad. My fiance heard the majority of it and you know, she's, she's surprisingly supportive of my <laughs> anger problem, but she also doesn't want me to do something stupid and recommends that I just go through my bank to get it refunded. Like, God damn it, man. Yeah. The, uh, the, Good old chargeback. Yep. Fuck them. Uh, when they, they they really don't like those. They really hate those so much so that uh, what is it? I think Sony on PlayStation. You do a chargeback, they delete your whole fucking account. Mm. Maybe they shouldn't sell me shitty games yeah. and not offer a refund. <laughs> like Steam, right? You play a game for two hours, you decide you don't like it, refund, no problem. Yep. But the Xbox Store, the Switch Store. Sony PlayStation store. It's like, uh, once you bought this, it's forever. I with what, you know, it's a digital only world. Now I can't even, you know, I bought, I bought, so breath of the wild. I bought breath of the wild yeah, yeah. physical edition, hated it, ended up selling it for exactly what I paid for it. Perfect. There you go. I'm out nothing. But if I bought breath of the wild digitally for 59.99, cause that's what it costs in the fucking store. And I fucking hate it. It's just going to be a little icon in my store for the rest of my fucking life. Well, actually steam only changed that like five years ago or so. Cause I had a game yeah. that I wanted to refund about 10 years ago that they were like, no, you can't get that money back. And I was like, okay, I'll just go through my bank. And they said, okay, we'll close your account. If you do that, I'm like, Oh, okay. Fuck me. Yeah, I did that with uh, what was the last? Game? I did it with Postal Three. Yeah, because it was not made by the postal people, and it really showed. And I and I did that with uh, that game everybody was into for ten minutes about the Vikings. Mordhau. I don't know. It was a couple couple months ago. Not Mordhau. Valheim. Valheim. Yeah. Yeah. Played for like two hours, and I was like, "Yeah, this sucks." I dick. could have told you you wouldn't like it. Yeah, but now I know. Now I know how to uh, judge a game about whether or not I like it, and it's all by the inventory system. Stick and rock. No, if it's a grid, no good. What if it's a grid, but like each piece uh, has like it's like Tetris, or like your your pistol is this big, but your rifle is this big, and your ammo. Well, thing like is Diablo. Diablo is a good game. I never played Diablo. I don't Tab like first-person like shooters. Tab wouldn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> also, he thinks Diablo is a first-person shooter. <laughs> uh, two nerds laughing at you real hard here. Oh, Tab. Doom is the first-person shooter. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. I still don't give a fuck. Yeah. Close uh, enough. Diablo, Doom. Who gives a fuck? The uh, the no. Yeah. If, if your grid, if your inventory is a grid, 
your game's dog shit. Huh. You can carry 35 things in this slot, but uh, you can't carry 11 more weapons. Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. I can carry unlimited berries, but I can't carry one more sword. Mm. Get fucked. Minecraft is a grid. I was thinking of Resident Evil 4. Every single thing has its own... Uh, size limitation? Well, I mean, everything has a size, and you only have certain a certain amount of space in your inventory. Mm. So you got to like t- Tetris them around to get yeah, it into fit. Yeah, yeah, that does not sound like fun. It is. It is. Y- fun. You know, you know what? Uh, you know what would be fun? Just fucking carry everything, and who gives a shit? It's a video game, uh-huh. not the world. <laughs> I can't carry seven million guns on me in the world. Yeah, yeah, but I can in a video game because it doesn't matter. Unlimited ammo. Who gives a shit? It's all for fun. Yeah, it depends. Nah. I'm tired of things offloading stuff on the customer. That's been like the theme of the last year. It has, hasn't it? Is that uh, now, like you order DoorDash, right? I have to go make sure I click the thing that says I want my shit handed to me like Mm -hmm. a human being and not just left somewhere. Uh, We had this issue this weekend. Trucking and Tucking ordered a side. Asked me. It didn't ask me what the address was here. He just said an address to me. I'm talking about a place. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm talking about a place, right? And he says an address to me. And I said, I don't know what the address is. I just know the intersection of Crossroads uh-huh. where it is. Sounds all right. You're like, that sounds right. Yeah. And then the food gets delivered to not here. Uh-huh. It turns out they were delivering it to this address that he told me. It's like, why didn't you ask me what's the address here? Yeah. Not just say an address <laughs> to me. And because uh, Broken Arrow is not like Tulsa. So in Tulsa, right, if he had said, like, is it 1237th Street? I'd go, yeah. no, no, no. I live on 9th Street. Yes. But if but in Broken Arrow, it's like you'll have like uh, Jasper and then like McKiggins and then Oak and then Dovetail. Uh-huh. And it's just like random fucking words. <laughs> Tulsa does ABC one, two, three. And Broken Arrow is just like, yeah, we thought this road would be nice to call Juniper. <laughs> this road seems like a Juniper. And I'm sure they have some logical explanation because I, you know, I know that the main roads, Aspen Elm, Juniper, uh, those are named after trees. Yeah. Of but then there's also Lynn Lane and all these others that just Tus Tucson. Like yeah. you're just fucking throwing words out there and they're not <laughs> in any discernible order. So anyway, uh the DoorDash stuff, yeah, I have to now I have to now make sure I click the button to make to get the thing I want. DoorDash now offers an option for me to go pick up my food. Like why wouldn't I just call the restaurant then? Yeah. The whole point is yeah, that you, you get bring it to me. Charge by using it. Uh, they 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 offload like the stuff that fucks up is now on on me, right? So I have these hydro this hydrometers, these little doodads that I put in my uh, humidor to monitor the temperature and humidity. And one of them stopped connecting to my phone for some reason. Uh-huh. And it, the service offers this rapid replacement where I click a button and tell them what the problem is and they'll just mail me a new one. Yeah. And that did end up happening, but it took about three days to get to that point. And it was the preceding three days were, okay, do this. Okay, do this. Have you checked this? Have you cycled this? It's like, look, I know that it doesn't connect to my phone. Just like fucking mail me the thing, please. I don't need, why am I sitting around on this? Uh, A perfect example of this is I broke my phone a couple weeks ago. And I filed for a replacement through my phone insurance. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the phone comes, and it takes me a couple of days to send the old one back because I had to pull the data off the old one. And 
I put the phone in this. The, it, the box was it was a you know medium sized box, mm-hmm. and it's got a little box that holds the phone, and then it had a prepaid envelope in there and a couple other pieces of paper. So my old phone, I put in the prepaid envelope and sealed it and put it in the mailbox, and then it was gone. And a couple of days later, I get a phone call from Assurian. And they're like, uh, yeah, have you mailed back your old phone yet? And yeah, yes, I have. Okay, did you write down the tracking number that was on that envelope? No, why would I do that? <laughs> I don't care where the phone goes. Yeah. It's not my problem. Why didn't you write down the tracking number when you printed the label? Like, oh, well, I uh, uh, hope it gets here. I'm sure it will, <laughs> but if it doesn't, uh, we'll be contacting you. Like, okay. Yeah. Thank you for me now being responsible for you giving me a shitty envelope yep uh which reminds me i sent in those headphones mm -hmm. a few months ago and uh because they were just under warranty uh and uh i got them sent back with the thing is like yeah sorry we uh we couldn't fulfill your warranty uh because of user tampering i was like user tampering they're like yeah yeah, yeah." uh they're they're you turned it on I mean, not really, but when they broke, I tried to fix them. Ah, yeah. I was like, hey, let me, here we go. They're broken here. I got, I have a little uh, electronics, you know. Toolkit. Toolkit. Let me see if I can fix it. I can't put it back the way it was, but apparently it triggered something that was like, yeah, this person opened it. Right to repair. Yeah. Should be a thing. So, so when your thing broke less than six months after I bought it. Yeah. And I was my first my first thought was, oh, I should try to fix this because I don't want to have to buy another one instead of going through your shitty warranty process. Because uh, oh, if I can fix it right here and right now, that's a lot better than like having to print your thing out, find a box, put it in the box, uh, you know, label it, ship it, wait for it to get to you, wait for you to, you know, do whatever you do to it, then ship it back. You know, so. Now the onus is on me. Oh, because I tried to fix it. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. You should have just gone through the nightmare of, of repairing or done the smart thing and just bought a new one. Yeah. I don't even know why they offer these warranties anymore. As if they're just going to make you do make you do work. That's what that's what I keep saying to things. I I buy something for to work for me. Yes. I don't work for these things. I don't work for USPS. I don't know why I'm fucking having to make phone calls when shit's late. Like you should be calling me when shit. Hey, uh, sorry, your package is late. We're at. That's why I'm spending money. I worked my ass off to get this fucking thing. You should be kissing my ass because I already bought it or I am about to buy it. Yeah. Uh, that just that's that's not even a factor in sales anymore. No. They don't give a shit about you. Like, what are you gonna do? Go to buy it on Amazon? Fuck it, buy it on Amazon. We don't give a shit. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah so I, I have one last thing i'm gonna go over that is related to this and uh you guys fucking triggered me on episode 227 when you said honda had a major flaw with their cars and instead of fixing it they told their customers basically to fuck off it's not our problem mm-hmm. yeah so i had to buy a car a few months ago and i was able to get a good deal through my cousin who works at the same brands dealership just in another city in the same state and i get a written confirmation from this dealership i'm going to saying that they'll not only match that price which is an incredible price they'll beat it by 500 dollars. i'm like nice hell yeah uh i'm gonna go get a brand new car for like 20 grand fuck yeah so 
I go in, uh, me and my fiance go in, and immediately it's not the guy that I spoke to before because he's on COVID leave. I'm like, okay. Uh, so then this other guy dicks us around for an hour before uh, finally flat out saying, I don't know how you got that deal, but there's no way we can match it. Like, okay. So then I spend the next 15 minutes berating the guy, calling him an asshole and saying how he's lying to us before we finally leave. And it's like, I'm trying to spend not, not only just money. I'm trying to spend an ass load of money at your establishment. It's a fucking car. So if you were to come down on the price by an amount that was even just a few grand cheaper, because, you know, automatically they try to throw in this, oh, three grand for this fucking thing that we do. Like, I don't want that. That's that's not part of the deal. Like, so you can remove that. And I know for a fact they wouldn't have lost any money on the car. So if if they would have done that, I would have agreed to it. And now they've lost a sale and they're just... uh, it fucking, it's, I can't even explain right now because I'm fucking pissed I'm getting in the mindset of that asshole again. But it's just, it amazes me that they're willing to lose minimum three grand uh, yep. of a sale that they could have made just because at this point they're upset that I I was trying to basically outdo them on something. C- car sales are the just the fucking worst. <laughs> I, it's either car sales or furniture sales. Those are the two things that like, I, I never want to buy furniture ever again because you can't just go online and buy furniture. No. You got to go to the, I mean, you can, but you it's can. all shitty. Yeah. Uh, I, it's you a real gamble. Go to the furniture store and talk to the fucking salesman. And then he's like, Oh, let me show you this, this bed here. Cause I remember when I was going, when I went bed shopping mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and he was, you know, he was like, "Lay down, you know. Do you have any, you know, sleeping pro- and sleeping problems?" And he was asking me all these questions, right? And so I'm laying on the thing. It's a, that was a good feeling bed, right? Mm-hmm. Stand up. He's like, "Yes, yeah, so this thing is going to be twenty one fifty nine. And I, uh, I was like, "Okay, uh, I need to see the other side of the store." <laughs> I, I remember the last time I bought a sofa. We bought a sofa and uh, we bought it from Mathis Brothers. Yeah, and we had we had a. We were moving into a duplex, and it wasn't huge. Like, uh-huh. It was, it was, uh, it wasn't tiny, but it wasn't huge. And we had enough room for one sofa, which is really all we needed because there yeah. were only two of us. And uh, my roommate had th- their parents had a a credit with Mathis Brothers of three hundred fifty dollars uh-huh. that they had gotten from. They weren't allowed to. They weren't given a refund on something. They were just given this credit, so they transferred the credit to us. And we went and bought a six hundred dollar uh, sofa for, you know, two hundred fifty yeah. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal for us. And you know, then so then we're paying one twenty five each, and the sofa's all paid for, and and we don't have to do financing through them. You know, we're going to give you two hundred fifty dollars cash and this info for this uh-huh. credit. And God, what a fucking nightmare that was because the first off, it's like, oh yeah. Uh, well, it's actually cheaper. You can, you know, the the sofa is six hundred dollars, but the sofa is only four fifty if, if you, you buy, buy a love set. seat and yeah, a chair and a side tables and a coffee table. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we don't want any of that. We have a coffee table. Uh-huh. We don't want side tables. We don't have room for a love seat and a chair. We just want this sofa. Like, I'll give you 
I'll give you 250 bucks on this this voucher right now, and we'll pick this one up off the floor and walk it right out to my truck. No, no more questions. <laughs> you can't do that though. No, you have to like jump through their fucking hoops, and it's like, why do you? Why am I? Working I'm, for this. I'm trying to give you money. <laughs> you have a thing. Yeah. I want the thing. I have money. You want money. Like, why is this so hard? Why have we made this so impossible yeah. for everything? And instead of instead of moving away from realtors to sell you houses and car salesmen to sell you cars and furniture salesmen to sell you furniture, like we're moving more and more stuff in that direction instead of moving away from it. It yeah. just fucking boggles my mind. Well, and like when uh, my fiance and I bought a bed, it's same thing. They're like, oh, uh, we're going to take you to these first. And I was like, okay, we're only spending like, I think we said like $1,200. That's our max. And they're like, well, we want you to look at these beds. Like I told you this, like I'll fucking lay on it real quick, but I am not buying it. No, Tempur-Pedic fucking blows. I don't like that. I'm going to go get on this bed that I fucking said that I wanted. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, they always they always act like you don't know what you want. Yeah, like you when I went in, when we went in to buy my, two of my friends bought cars at the same time, and we went into test drive and I got roped into going on all the test drives, and they both wanted very specific things. You know, they wanted the one of them wanted a Corolla because she had a Corolla she had a a Prism, mm-hmm. which was you know the kind of a Corolla. Com- it was the same thing as a Corolla, just. Yeah. I think Geo made yes, them. Yes, Geo Prism, yeah. Uh, and it was very old, and so she was getting a new one. And so she's like, I just want I want to get the Corollas again, and then maybe a Civic. Something something with four doors that's still small and makes good gas mileage. And we walk in, they're like, well, uh, have you thought about the Honda HHR? And well, why don't we go on a test? And they bullied her into t- going on this test drive in HHR. And we get back to the issue, I'm like, well, what do you think? Like, I hate it. That's a crossover, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. crossover SUV. I hate it, because she's very short. Yeah, she's a, she's easily a foot and a half shorter than I am. She's like, I don't. It's hard to get in and out of. I want a car. Like, oh well, uh, maybe we, here's this this Civic, and it's like it was like the souped up Civic, the Civic. Uh, was it, what's theirs? Do they do RT or SR? Anyway, it was some like souped up Civic, the V6. She's like, mm-hmm. and I want the V6. That makes worse gas mileage. I'm like, can we just fucking test drive the three cars we already have the VIN numbers for that we came here to fucking <laughs> test drive? That Corolla, that Civic, that Accord. Those are the fucking three cars. That's what we want to test drive, not an HHR. Yeah. And then the same thing. Uh, the other one wasn't as sure, wanted something with good gas mileage, ended up buying a Honda Fit, which is the worst fucking car on the planet <laughs> if you're over five foot two. Yeah. What a miserable vehicle to drive across the country in. Uh, well, and that's the thing. Like, while, while I'm going in there for that dealership, telling them exactly what I want, like, they keep on trying, oh, uh, well, you can get the ultimate for this much. And I was like, no, this, this is the car I want. This is the quote I got for that car. This is the car I'm getting. You have one here? No? Okay, fuck off. I'll go somewhere else then. That was very fortunate when I bought the Mustang in that I walked in. I was like, I'm looking at that car. That's it. And the lady goes, all right, here's the keys. Take it on a test drive. I'm like, fucking. <laughs> Not what? even like with a person Not with you. Not even with a person with me. I was, I was shocked. And I took it on the oh, test fuck. drive. Sorry, go ahead. I took it on the test drive all by myself. I fucking slid the car out of the goddamn dealership sideways, which I'm sure should have been a red flag. Like, uh-huh. yeah, we're going to need you to come back and uh, give those keys back. <laughs> uh, took the car out and I was like, yeah, I'm buying this car. And I was like, this is this is the price that I'm paying. And they were like, uh, yeah, we can do that price. And then I said, all right, here's this deposit. 
I'm going to go to the bank tomorrow morning and do all the banking stuff. And I'll be back tomorrow afternoon to buy this car. And I was back by like 10 a.m. Yeah. Uh, to And paid the rest of my down you know, deposit became half the down payment, paid the rest of the down payment, gave them the paperwork from the bank and drove off in the new car. It was, it was, I was, I was like, but when I'm, when I'm leaving, the worst part of the experience was the lady said, can I take a picture of you with your car for social media? And I said, uh, I prefer you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was the, the most uncomfortable moment of that whole sales experience. Wow. So you just remind me of uh, the, the worst part of that whole experience. Like, whatever, I wasted a couple hours of my time. Fine. I knew for a fact they had the car that I was looking for because I saw it online. And then they ended up lowering the price by like a thousand bucks online. And so I, I sent them a message on email saying, hey, I see this car. I want to come get it tomorrow because it was a bit cheaper than what they were showing in in person. And uh, I end up getting a fucking text message from uh, the guy that I was talking to saying, oh, if you got such a good price in that other city, then you should go down there. Stop trying to buy from us. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Are you <laughs> fucking texting me on my phone telling me to fuck myself? Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 The, the, I get him an asshole, but Jesus Christ, what the fuck? The the Honda Fit, uh, she ended up backing out of it, and then it just sat on their lot for two months, and they ended up calling her and saying, yeah, we'll we'll let you pay whatever this she, the amount that you wanted to pay in the first place. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be back in the state until for another month and a half, and they said, that's totally fine as long as we can market like a soul on our <laughs> sheet. Like, what a bunch of fucking scam artists. I was I was amazed. And then for the guy to text you and tell you to fuck yourself, like the thing you should have said was nothing. Yeah. Ugh. And how the fuck? Are, I didn't even give them like my information on the email or anything. They knew that it was me and they fucking looked me up in their system uh, based on emails that are similar because I bought uh, the same car, um, similar car down in uh, Vegas. So all they did was just take that same information that they had on file and fucking backtrace it or whatever, you know, and fucking then text me because they had my number on file. Somehow, speaking of Hondas, somehow I had a Honda Accord for a while and yeah. I took it to the dealership for, you know, for the uh, uh, airbag recall. And somehow they crossed my stepmother also has two Honda vehicles uh -huh. and she takes the dealership for service. Somehow they crossed our wires and now I get constant fucking emails about her cars. Uh -huh. It drives me nuts. And I've emailed them and said, like, you you've sent you're sending these to the wrong person. I don't know. I don't know where the short circuit happened, but at some point me going into the dealership attached me to her cars and all of her communications to my email. Huh. It's infuriating. Anyway, well, that brings us to the Miller episode, which means it's time for this episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, our first news story comes to us from the Czech Republic. Uh, that's right. It's the place uh, where all your where all your checks are made. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! No, uh, uh, the currently in the no stupid. <laughs> uh, currently in the Czech Republic, they're having a uh, weapon amnesty program. Um, and so they filmed this YouTube video, and it, uh, in the video they say, uh, 
uh, we will accept even a tank. Uh, so they're I showing bet off. You will. They're showing off some of their the stuff they've recovered. SD one hundred artillery. Um, but yeah, some guy from some guy from uh, some guy in there in the Czech Republic brought in a uh, Soviet T thirty five eighty five tank and an SD one hundred self propelled artillery gun. Um, it was a and he had he had spray painted the uh, the tank bright pink. Why did you turn that in? I don't Are know. You stupid. <laughs> I don't know. That's Eastern Europe, right? Yeah. Well, he's definitely going to need it. That, well, I mean, I'm sure he has. He had more firepower than the military had, or you know, he had, he had some sort of. He was he was on equal footing with some of the surrounding areas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just by having that tank. If I had a tank, if it drives. Yeah. If I had a tank, even driving or not, it would. I would never part with it. If I, you know, if I bought a house. It was just in the backyard. Never selling that house. Yeah. That's my tank house. <laughs> yeah, that's a little too close to Russia to be giving up a tank. How hard could it be to fix? I'm sure there's some good weird, yeah, weird yeah. Google inter- uh, videos. <laughs> All right, comrade. Today we fix a T38 tank. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, next news story is a local news story. Tam, I thought you might appreciate this one. Oh, no. No, I think you actually might appreciate this one. There's a uh, there's a bill that just passed the state Senate and is now on the governor's desk. Um, it increases penalties for blocking roadways and grants immunity to motorists who kill or injure rioters. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Uh, the bill makes it a misdemeanor punishable by up to a year in jail and a $5,000 fine for anyone who blocks the use of a public street. Uh, Can we also shoot them to fucking death? (laughs) God, I hope so. That'll be next. Oklahoma is going to be the first PVP zone. (laughs) I'll move there immediately. The, uh, did you see the video of this week of the guy he's trying, they're protesting on residential streets, which you can't get permits to uh-huh. have a parade on residential streets. And they're blocking, they're blocking the entrance to this guy's house with motorcycles and they're revving the engines and they're yeah. chanting. And so he's trying to get home. He's like, I live right there. I live right there. I was just driven on the grass, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he gets into he gets into it with the protesters and the cops come over and arrest him. Okay. Yeah. Arrest the guy who's who's being victimized. Yeah. Yeah. What a surprise motorcyclists being fucking faggots. <laughs> uh it was I'm watching this video and I'm just like I yeah, I want to I want everybody who's like I support the police to have to watch this video and explain to me why what they did was okay. I don't think he went to jail, but they put him in handcuffs ridiculous meanwhile his car is just sitting there yeah clearly Um, when there's one guy against a whole gang of people with motorcycles he's probably the person uh in 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 the wrongdoing yeah yeah ridiculous well that's good i'm glad because we had that horse trailer guy yeah that's what this is mostly about uh who his their his horse trailer they smashed the windows and dropped smoke bombs in there were no horses in the trailer at the time fortunately yeah and uh Everybody was up in arms. The the cops pulled him over two miles down the road. He pulled over two miles down the road to check everything, and the cops caught up with him, and they just let him go. But they let him go because he said they started smashing the windows to his trailer and started mm-hmm. throwing smoke bombs at him, and so he panicked and drove away. And there's no way to prove that that didn't happen. 
because the, the, the writers say, oh, no, we didn't start smashing his windows until he started running people over. Uh-huh. Like, well, if he had no smash windows and you had run over people, yeah. it'd be pretty clear you were in the right. But since he had smashed windows and you had run over people, going to go with his side. Also, considering the fact you're standing on a fucking interstate highway. Yeah, shouldn't have been there in the first place. Anyway. Uh, while our next news story comes to Hopefully us Hopefully our governor doesn't cuck out on that one. Yeah. Uh, our next news story comes to us from across the pond, specifically in Stoke-on-Trent, not Stroke-on-Trent. That's a different place. Uh, I have no idea where this is. Uh, it's somewhere in England. Uh, oh, who cares? It's like, like Stratford-upon-Avon. It's, it's one of those weird, dumbass names. Uh, Stoke, a Stoke-on-Trent neighborhood is being terrorized by a phantom cabbage thrower. Uh, <laughs> some someone Someone what? is throwing... Cabbages, broccoli, and even feta cheese into gardens there. Uh, at first, they thought it was like some kids had, like you know, had planted, you know, playing a prank or something. But then they found like a whole wheel of cheese thrown over their fence. Uh, someone starts throwing salads at me. I know I need to get on diet. <laughs> a whole wheel of cheese. Yeah, a whole wheel of cheese. And then they noticed uh. that it was not just one house; it was multiple houses that were, getting, were being cabbaged. Um, I know who did this. Who? That's uh, pretty obvious, Tim. Yeah. Evidently, you haven't. You, you haven't. You're not in the know. But uh-huh. kids. cabbages and wheels of cheese. Uh huh. There's <laughs> only one answer. It's the, it's dragon the dragonborn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he. You've been blessed with the dragonborn <laughs> trying to clear out his inventory. Yeah. He didn't mean to grab these cabbages and wheels of cheese. They were next to enchanted items. Yes. And he just fucking goddamn it. Yeah. It was in a chest. And like there's forever. Yeah, so he's like, I, I'm I'm close to my carry weight limit. I got to dump some of this. I got 35 cabbages. Fuck this shit. Yeah. Fuck this wheel of cheese. I bet there's buckets, brooms, probably and pitchers and things they maybe didn't notice. Yes, not not the, not the good silverware. No, the gold knives and the gold forks and the gold spoons, gold plates. You can turn those in for money. Yeah. The, 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 well, he just dropped it on the ground and fussed her about it. <laughs> I think I've told this story before, but uh, the first time I played Skyrim, I didn't know about inventory management yep. and about things that just didn't disappear. Mm-hmm. So I went outside of my home in Whiterun and dumped everything that I thought was trash. Uh-huh. Thinking what, you would just you would drop it. And, and it would disappear after a few days. Yeah. Uh, and it didn't. So this huge pile of trash just built up along in Whiterun and caused my game to crash a lot when entering Whiterun. <laughs> To the point where I had, at one point I tried to, I was like, well, I'll get rid of this by uh, food or dying it. Yeah. And of course that threw 300 small objects into the air, which crashed my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you left a bunch of garbage? Are you sure it wasn't Black Run? No, I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it wasn't. It was, this was Skyrim on the Xbox 360. It was a racist joke. Yeah, oh. sorry. And uh, so eventually I figured out that was the problem. I had to go collect all of those, collect all of the trash that accumulated yeah. in Whiterun. Uh, good times. Good times. Well, this has been the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week, but you know what doesn't take care of, Tim? What? Run to the grocery store and buy more cabbage and cheese wheels. <laughs> so if you want to help us do that, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the $1 tier, which gets you access to each week's episode, plus our monthly mini-sodes. We have our $2 tier. We throw some of the random bits and bobs we do, uh, special commentaries, movie reviews, uh, things of that nature. Those are all in the $2 tier. 
We have our $5 tier. We do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We drop the hate and talk about what's great. We've got one of those coming out uh, in just a couple of days from recording this, but it actually came out a week ago from listening to this. Uh, time travel! Then we have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit films. You vote on what film we watch, and we sit down and record a feature the commentary. At the time of this recording, there's only one suggestion for May's movie commentary right now. It's Over the Top, starring Sylvester Stallone. Sounds just fine. One of our favorites. Uh, so, But I'm sure there'll be more that will trickle in as we get closer to that. And then finally, we have our $50 Spite Producer tier, where you get a say in the show. You can request special issues, special commentaries, special guests, ban voicemailers, uh, promote voicemailers, anything you want to do that we can fulfill, we will try. That's why Sage is on the show this week. That's why next week we'll be having Dead Helm. And that's why last uh-huh. week we had Mad Cucks. So uh, we thank, thank you to all of our patrons who support the show. We really appreciate all of your generous donations. You help keep the show going. You help us uh, buy things we need to do things like video. And uh, we just were really, really grateful. And we're glad we can do anything to make your lives a little more enjoyable. So with that said, let's get back into one final issue this week. Here's what I don't get. Stoner movies. Yeah. I uh, We watched Beer Fest today. And it's it's what I would describe as a stoner movie. Mm-hmm. Now, there are... There are movies that have stoners in them yes. like Jay and Silent Bob right yeah those guys are stoners but those movies aren't stoner movies because they have a plot and the movie kind of, it travels along their characters but the, yeah. the stoner movie has really evolved in the last uh 15 to 20 years that's yeah. really where they started to take off movies like Beer Fest Movie 43 Super bad, Pineapple Express, The Interview. There are these movies where there's a few like good gags. Sex Drive. There's a few good gags in mm-hmm. there, and there. Sex Drive is probably more of a sex comedy. Yeah. but I think it. I think it yeah, straddles yeah. the line. Straddles the line. Because because I think Beer Vest was almost a sex comedy with the amount of. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, S- Super Troopers is kind of a sex comedy in that way. But the stoner movies, they're these movies that people recommend. And I don't want to I don't want to really hate on Graybush. Uh-huh. Uh, but he did recommend he did request that as a movie commentary this month, Beer Fest. So we watched it. And it just made me think about this. Movie 43 is a great example. Todd was always showing us these these movies where uh-huh. he'd be like, "Ah, oh, check this out. This is great." And so I think we saw all of Movie 43 but all out of order. Yeah. And you watch it and it's like, "Yeah, Portlandia, I I get the joke." It's just not funny. Yeah. I'm sure it's very funny when you're like blazed out of your mind. Uh-huh. Or re- to me, see, if, if I watch a movie drunk, I don't find it more funny. I just get, I hate it more. Yeah. I'm sure that when you have that little bit of extra substance in your system, you can watch something and go like, you give it a little bit more leeway because uh-huh. you're, you're already primed up for laughing. That's why they have an opener at comedy shows. Yes. So the headliner doesn't, doesn't bomb with his first joke. Because yeah. if, if your first joke's really it's good. It's foreplay. It's foreplay, yeah. yeah. If your first joke's really good, you can kind of keep the crowd going. Even a even a bad one, you can yeah. come back from. But if you come out there and just to do three stinkers, you're done. You're done. Yeah. And stoner movies to me are just a bunch of stinkers. But with the right prep, the thing that annoyed me about Beer Fest is that it was way too fucking long. It, two it, hours. Two hours. Like this, you could cut forty five minutes out of this movie, uh-huh. and you'd have something that was maybe watchable. Yeah. Uh, no way. Beer Fest was two hours. Yep. Hour fifty seven minutes. Holy shit, I don't remember it being that long. Were you high? <laughs> no. <laughs> that the 
the National Lampoon's movies, uh, those kind of started as sex comedies and they transitioned to stoner comedies with the advent of, you know, the the end of uh, the 2000s. Yeah. The interview is a really good, a great example. You remember when the interview came out and it became like this American thing to see the interview because, because it was banned. Because it was banned. Yeah. yeah. And I watched it and there are the shooters. The, no, it wasn't because of shooters. It's because North Korea, North Korea. North Korea uh, oh yeah. The bomb threat or whatever. Yeah. Right? So it was this whole, uh, it was this like, uh, it's an American thing to watch the, yeah. the interview. So I watched it. Uh, mostly out of curiosity as to not to be like, I'm going to stand up to North Korea, but just out of curiosity, like what could be so bad that would warrant you uh-huh. threatening like a th- world war. And it's a pretty bland movie. There are a couple of jokes, but I think the, one of the big key things in stoner comedies is the gross out humor. Like you do the gross yeah. out stuff. So in that movie, Seth Rogen has to jam a like rocket into his ass uh-huh. for some reason. And of hilarious. Course, it, it is. People hilarious. are projectile vomiting. And yeah. And all sorts of stuff. All of those things take way too long. One of the sequences in beer fest that particularly annoyed me. Right. And this is the stoner aspect uh-huh. because you're kind of in and out of what's going on in the movie. There's uh Jay Chandra Jashikar goes on. He hooks up with this hot black lady. Yes. In while he's super drunk. Uh-huh. And we've established that he's super drunk and he thinks he's super fly. Uh-huh. And then he leaves with this black lady and they're like, are you sure about this? He's like, yeah, she's smoking hot. And then he wakes up the next morning and it's Monique, uh-huh. a fat black lady. Yes. And it's like, okay, that's the joke. Yes. But then he, they show us what ha- actually happened, like what he imagined and what actually happened. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, we, we get it. We got the joke. Yeah. It, it's, it reminds me of um, the lady killers, right? So in the Lady Killers, not to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it, you should go watch it. Pause this episode and watch Lady Killers. I think right now, Tom, you will un- watch it. Thanks. You, you will understand tabs so much more. Yeah, you will. There's uh, there's a scene where the our band of of miscreants are told they have to come upstairs and play for the tea ladies. Yes, and they come upstairs and say, "We can't play for you. One of our guys is missing." Uh huh. And he recites a poem and everything's real nice that he's won the crowd over yep. and then the door opens and the fifth guy comes in. Yes. And there's just a pause and he goes, what? And then it hard cuts to all of the ladies leaving the house that uh-huh. evening. And the imply the implication is they either had to try and play and sucked. Yes. Or they, they had to admit that they don't know how to play these uh-huh. instruments from the Rococo, but we didn't need that scene. We didn't need to see that scene yeah. it, it, for pacing. It's gone. Yeah, we get the joke, and this movie didn't make that kind of decision. It's like we have to show you and tell you. Yeah, and it took too long, but it makes sense if you if you're watching it while inebriated. Uh-huh. It's like I gotta kind of constantly be reminded of what's happening in the movie. Yep, and we can't make it too complicated because if you kind of stop paying attention, you understand what's going on. We yes. can't explain why Farva's back as even though he died. Uh-huh. So it's like hey, he's a twin. It's not whatever. The only reason I could possibly see them doing that is just they had a certain runtime they had to hit or something. Because otherwise, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to explain that joke. Everyone fucking gets a joke. I'm at least 16 years old. I understand how alcohol works. They do. They do all. They always seem bloated. Like movie 43 has like two good sketches. Yeah. And then it has this weird framing device that's interesting enough, but not amazing. Uh huh. And I just like why, you know, it'd be probably much better if you just took these two good sketches and put them on YouTube. I'm not against marijuana usage. Uh, 
largely, but I do kind of wish it would stop influencing our content uh-huh. with these movies that are more and more just about nothing, just about stoner characters do like Jay and uh, what was it? No, Harold and Kumar Harold go to White Kumar. Castle. Yeah. It's probably one of the earliest stoner comedies I can remember. Yeah, and if you don't concern, if yeah, if, I guess if you leave out like the Cheech and Chong movies. Yeah, but the Cheech and Chong movies have plots. They, th- that's what I'm talking about. They are stoners. Yes. Like half-baked. Those guys are stoners, but it's not really a stoner comedy with guys just like the joke is the guy got kicked in the balls a bunch of times. Uh-huh. It's hilarious. He got kicked. There has to be the lowest level of humor. Grandma's Boy, right? The, yeah. We were comparing those two movies because those are both Gray Bush's picks. Yeah. And Grandma's Boy is about stoners. Yeah, but I would not consider a stoner comedy because no. it has a plot. Yeah. It's really it does have a couple of gross jokes, but that's most of its jokes are setups, scene, payoff, setup, scene, payoff, yeah. setup, scene, and even the plot works that way. Yep. We set up he's working on a video game. We set up that his grandma plays it and enjoys it, and she's getting good. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we set up this scene where he he shows his video game to this guy, and then the, we pay off all three of those things, and at at the end, yeah, that's that's writing. As opposed to this beer fest felt like a stream of consciousness yep. where you're just like, okay. And then, um, what else is funny about beer? And then they go in, he becomes best friends with Kim Jong-un. Uh, but then he realizes how bad Kim Jong-un is. He like sees a, he sees a, a child. So they decide to kill him after all. And that's the, like the interview is just things happening to uh-huh. get to the point where they're trying to set up a plot, but they can't really do it. They're kind of in between showing dumb stuff the entire time. Yeah, Beer Fest, we, while watching, we described it. I described it as uh, it's like dodgeball, but bad. Yeah. Same kind of movie. Um, That's perfect. With, I would, I would say something like super bad, you know, as it has a little bit of a plot going on. It has the start of a plot uh-huh. and the end of a plot. Yes. But then in the middle, it's just a bunch of things happening. And a lot of them involve like, gross out humor uh-huh. like the guy the girl bleeding on bleeding the guy on him. Yeah, it's yeah. like that's just a gross joke or drinking beer out of tide buckets it's just gross dumb things that happen and you're supposed to laugh i understand that i'm supposed to laugh i understand where uh-huh. the comedic value is but it's such a played out joke especially i hate when i watch a movie and i'm making the jokes before they do yes like i i want you to be five percent smarter than i am <laughs> you know i want to not well, see the joke coming and I, I feel like um, Super Troopers 2 is like one of those weed movies, whereas Super Troopers 1 wasn't. I, that, I'd absolutely agree with you. Super Troopers 2 is just a bunch of things happen. It's a bunch of, there are some funny scenes. Like there's the scene where they harass Jim Gaffigan and pretend to speak French. And that's a funny scene, but it's it's divorced from being funny because everything around it is garbage. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense in the context of the film. And I, I will agree. The first Super Troopers movie, it has some of that gross humor. It has yeah. the sex humor. But there's a plot that's going on in that uh-huh. movie. And it's and the characters are interesting. Yeah. And in the second one, they just lost all of it. Beer Fest had no characters in it. No. I mean, I can't tell you any of their names. Wolfhausen. Wolfgang. Wolfhausen. Wolfhauser. What was the name of the old lady that died? Cloris Leachman. Yeah. <laughs> Gam Gam the whore. Yeah. Remember, she's a whore, and that's funny. It is funny. Yeah. She's a hooker. You think she came to America and kept being a hooker? Yeah. Yeah. 
And then at the end, they win their big contest, and it's like, we're supposed to go, like, oh, yay. We got, it's a Karate Kid. We Karate Kid the shit out of this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I want to... I want to be dumb enough to like really enjoy these movies. Maybe it's not dumb. Maybe it's just, I just want to get out of script analysis for 10 minutes to be able to enjoy some of this stuff. Well, the thing is like, if a movie is good enough, even I go past that and get drawn into it. Right. That's true. Like, like Like independence day. Sure. But not like it was not. This movie was not, amazing yeah but robot jocks yes right we never went to that point where like oh man this movie would be so much better if we all blah 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 that's blah, true blah, right yeah we watched that whole movie earnestly yes yeah yeah i, I mean I, there was a point where i was like man this is better than godzilla versus kong yeah um i i did i mean i did point out some dumb stuff i think we pointed out some dumb stuff but i don't sure. think at any point where you're like were we trying to workshop how to make it a no, better movie? I, the, the, the dumb stuff we pointed out was like, he's got AV cables on his suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the dumbest thing in that movie, and this is spoilers for Robot Jocks, so there's a woman fighting in the robot suit, and she can't do it as good because she's a woman. Uh, well, it's because she's a test tube baby. And so he has to go rescue her. He isn't a real person. So he catches her inside her mech suit, and he starts stripping her clothes off of her. and then In the revenge. Ne- and then the next thing we know, he's wearing her suit and she's just gone. And then the rest of the movie happens and she never appears again. Yeah. And so in my mind, she's fucking dead. Yeah. As the mech has like transformed into a different version and gotten beat up. Get all smashed up. Yeah. and flo- It's ridiculous. I wish these movies, were- I wish a movie like Robot Jocks would be remade. Well, uh-huh. instead of making remaking Ghostbusters again and again and again and again like robot jocks that was an interesting concept yeah. with a mediocre script yes and that was executed decently uh-huh. like take that concept elevate the script elevate the visuals and like let's try this again mm-hmm. this is worthy of a reboot don't reboot the shit that already worked we already we can just watch ghostbusters and not like it that's true yeah uh yeah i these stoner comedies just I just can't watch another one of them. I, they just they take they take too long to get nowhere. I like progress. I'm a yeah. progression guy. I like to yeah. see characters grow and evolve. I like to see plots happen. I can't handle this. Just things happening out of nowhere. American Ultra. Did you ever see American Ultra with Jesse Eisenberg no. and Kristen Stewart? No. Pretty good. It's an action movie, but it's uh-huh. a stoner action movie, and the fact that they're stoners is kind of unrelated to, uh, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they they're, so they are stoners that things happen to, not like yeah. The it's not a movie made for stoners. I don't know. Maybe I didn't argue this well. I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that love stoner comedies, and God bless them, but I can't do them. I just I just don't have the time to sit and watch things happen. I need to have motivations for things to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, uh, another example, but as a TV show, would be like the show Weeds. There was zero fucking character development. The show was just pure shit from start to finish. And for whatever reason, I watched it. And there was no fucking plot. Just, oh, hey, this bad thing happened. All right, that sucks. Move into a different town. Like, that's not interesting. Whereas, like, Breaking Bad, same fucking concept, except actually good with plot points and character development. Yeah. It, the Breaking Bad. There's there's an arc. I mean, yeah. 
Walter White's character from episode one to ep- the final episode is very different. Very different. Uh, I didn't watch Weeds personally, but there's oh man, there's this show. Don't. Yeah, there's this show on Netflix now. I don't know, I don't know what it is, but it's got the girl from Independence Day and Arrested Development and Christina Hendricks and another lady. And I've watched a huge amount of this show. Oh, it's like a heist thing. Yeah. Yeah. Over 10. It's on TV. Yeah. It's on like NBC. No, it's on Netflix. No, my parents have been watched it on TV before. Well, well, in any case, it's on Netflix. Uh And I've watched it over Tim's shoulder in a restaurant we like way too much. You have no idea that it exists. Oh, that's right. But it's over your shoulder in this restaurant. On on the other side. (laughs) And, uh, And I've seen it and I'm just like what the hell is happening in the show? Cause I can follow enough of what's going on, uh-huh. but it's just these like terrible things happen to these ladies. And they're like, Oh, we got to do this thing. And then the next episode it's just been resolved. And I, I don't know. I think I was, we were talking, I was talking about in discord, talking about uh, the way we teach stuff, right? Uh-huh. We talk, teach English. And I said like the way we teach stuff is terrible. We teach English by making you read books that are 500 years old. Yeah. We teach uh, history by just making you memorize names and dates. Yes. Names and dates. Names and dates. Never like significance or growth or uh, how things happen. Uh, we teach science by just making you like read about interesting things instead of doing interesting yeah. things. And then in math, we teach you by making you start at nothing and then learn. I mean, you spend from about the sixth grade until college, you're just fucking drawing lines over and over and over uh-huh. again. It's miserable, and um, one of the things in in reading is I you know I think if you t- instead of teaching just reading comprehension and reading you know, here's English let's read this book and analyze it in the same five paragraph format if we taught more creative writing and explain to kids how plot and character work we would have media that one we'd have people who started to go into script writing. Uh-huh as people who had a very big basis in understanding how plots are supposed to work. But then your audience also understands how plots are supposed to work. So you have to write above that level. Yeah. You have to write to the common man. So if the common man understands plot and pacing, you know, they don't have to understand cinematography. They don't have to understand character arcs. Well, character arcs are a big part of it. They don't have to understand acting. Yeah. They can still sit and enjoy it, but if it has to, it has to get past like a fifth grade reading level and the fifth grade reading level includes understanding what plot holes are. You yeah. have to make shows that are better. You have to make content that's better. And then we're making better content. We're feeding that into our kids and you end up making this loop of better and better content that has to be more and more logical and has to be more and more sound. It's like the way things have had to get gritty and realistic now because we can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Everything has to be gritty and realistic because we can make gritty and realistic easily now. It's become this loop that does that. Well, we've also created a loop where we make dumber kids. We show them dumber content. They grow up to make dumber content than that that then they show to their kids, which makes those kids dumber Uh in a cycle to where eventually, I mean, we're going to be watching like don't pee your pants or whatever dumb shit they're watching in in idiocracy. (laughs) Where like led the Lego movie, Honey, Where Are My Pants? Yeah, you know, that's going to be a show on television in twenty years. Where because uh, shows already are shorter, uh, hour long dramas are becoming less and less popular for thirty minute things. It's like, how long before it's just like eight minutes of commercials, uh, two minute sketch, eight minutes of commercials, and like that's television. And yeah, that would suck. Well, and 
uh, stuff like robot chicken and shit. That's like 12 minutes long. Stuff like that became a lot more popular too. 12 minutes long. And inside of that is just a bunch of 90 second jokes. Not even 90 seconds. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the dumbing down of attention spans and the stoner comedy is a prime example of this category. Like you could walk out. I could have walked out in the middle of, you know, act one of beer fest over walked out, walked back in at the top of act three and I wouldn't have missed a thing. Oh, we got this team together. Now this team has shown up to the, the finals. I don't need to know all this inside middle yeah. information where he sleeps with a black chick and their recipe gets stolen and guy dies and then is replaced by his twin. None of that matters. Yeah. None of that adds anything to this movie. I think that's an important distinction is that if you watch the beginning of the movie, get like the start of the plot going and then watch the end of the movie and you're not like lost. Yeah. Probably something wrong with that movie. Probably something wrong with that movie. Anyway, that's my issue. Stoner comedies. Anybody have anything more they'd like to say about it? No, I'm good. All right. Well, in that case, now is the time in the show where we traditionally say the N-word. So, Tim, would you like to? (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, This is me first. (laughs) This has been Here's What I Don't Get this week. Uh, Thank you, Sage, for joining us for the show. Yeah. I hope everyone enjoyed this. And uh, Oh, no problem. Sorry. uh, So, until next time, I'm Tab Burke. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. I'm Sage. Catch you next week. You're not going to say it? You need to press the right thing. If you want to call into the Here's Again hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can leave us a voicemail in the Discord under the voicemail upload channel. It looks like we've got two voicemails here. Both with transcriptions unavailable. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tab. It's CJ. Uh, Tab on PayPig requested that I leave a voicemail detailing why I hate uh, Walter White Jr., a breaking man. (laughs) There are two main reasons for this. The first one is uh, when you go to the disability office of the state, you have to wait in line to get your very first check when they sign you up. And um, in line, on the wall, are pictures of this actor as, like, an example of what crippled people can be. Like, we're supposed to look up to this guy. Oh, you too can be a bad actor on a good TV show. Don't let your disablement deter you from uh, sucking all the continuity and just general submersiveness out of a TV show, which brings me to my second reason I hate him, is because Walter White is about, like, this badass drug dealer, and it's, like, really intense, high-intense action. There's a lot of suspense going on between the family, between the cartels, and they're just a random cut to, Hey, Dad, can I have green tea? <laughs> it's fucking retarded, man. Uh, I The first time I saw Walter White, I remember, like, is this still Breaking Man? 
Like, did my TV change the channel? Is this like a Make a Wish commercial? <laughs> did miss something? Did they go to commercial break? But uh, uh, any anyway, uh, fuck Wall Jr. And uh, it, it's just hilarious to me that the guy had the balls to ask for more money to be on that show as if he plays to the plot in any kind of way that matters. And what's really funny about that is uh, the producers told him no. So I, I think that's the best thing to end the voicemail on. The, uh, I just imagine that like, yeah, you too can be the token disabled person <laughs> in an Emmy award winning show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how in, not only that, but like he was one of the worst parts of that show. Like I genuinely did not enjoy anything that he did. Like, oh, I'm upset that you guys are fighting. Kay, what what else is there to this character? Fucking do something else. Yeah, I mean, I'll give I'll put him in second place, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's the worst yeah, part of that was... show is all the women, and then he's in second place. The <laughs> 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 yeah, uh RJ Mitty is like the actor's yeah, name yeah. and wow i just i can't imagine that shit getting rubbed in my face right it's like oh look look at this guy yeah he's like you but uh because that it doesn't it doesn't even account for the fact that like there's a spectrum of dis- disabled right yeah so you see you see that on tv and if you are if you're related to someone that's like that you're like oh yeah uh he's he's like a pretty normal dude like he can walk without those crutches yeah uh, he has to use the crutches because they wanted him to be extra disabled for the show. So they got a guy who was a little disabled, uh-huh. and they had him pretend to be a lot more yeah. disabled yeah. for their show. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. my uh, my sister's not going to be in any movies anytime <laughs> soon. Uh, thank you, thank you for rubbing that in. You know what? He's inspired me. I'm going to be disabled now. <laughs> I'm going to be legs disabled. It says <laughs> transcription not available, but there's clearly a transcription huh. here. Here's our last voicemail this week. Here's what I don't get. <laughs> Supposedly reputable businesses that buy catalytic converters from randos. There is no way they don't know those 10 cats Johnny McTreeties brought in that were sloppily hacksawed off were stolen. Still, they pay him, and after making a further investment in meth coin, he goes out <laughs> and steals some more. Business as usual for everyone involved. Except for me, who now has a truck that sounds like a rumblefucked piece of shit. Oh, well. I guess it doesn't matter, though. As soon as the Chauvin verdict drops, I'm sure my vehicle will be peacefully protested to the ground again anyway. <laughs> Fuck all this. Uh, the stolen, ca- stolen catalytic converter. I wish someone would come steal my catalytic converters. Yeah. yeah. Then I could put a... I could bypass them. <laughs> and there's there's a cat delete pipes i can uh. buy for my car but they're illegal they're only for off-road use not for mm. on-road use now in oklahoma we don't have to pass inspections so it wouldn't matter but uh yeah if they someone cut there's someone can't come and cut off the old cat converters and i'd be like oh i don't know what to do i can't afford new catalytic converters but i can't afford these 85 dollar pipes yeah i'm poor <laughs> i'm poor and you made me like this state officials i thought I thought we had gone past the uh, stealing shit off cars. The, well, stealing the catalytic converter off of cars. Mm-mm. No, no, especially now with metals going up in price. I guess so. I guess that probably brought them back in business. Yeah. How? Why would you buy that? Right. You know it's stolen. If I'm 
Because they're business and fuck you. Yeah. It's like, I feel like the... the well, you should have checked if it was stolen or not. The police department it. should be like, hey, uh, yeah, uh, well, yeah, your money's in this this room over here. We're buying catalytic converters. Your money's in this room over here. And then they just beat the shit out of you yeah. and kneel on your neck for nine minutes. That should be the new, <laughs> that should be the punishment. I, t- I took a survey of our listeners about the Chauvin verdict. Yeah. And uh, everybody, everybody, I think it was unanimous on guilty. Almost, and and most of them were guilt, but guilty on a lesser charge. Yeah, but there's still going to be riots. So, we'll 100% see. Percent innocent. In this, we are in the past right now, but when this comes out in the future, we'll find out mm-hmm. who did who done it. Was it the uh, carbon monoxide from the tailpipes? It was an inside job. It was an inside job. Yeah, yeah. inside is cold. It's the pavement. Well, Sage, thank you for joining us this week. We really appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. No problem. Uh, You mind if I plug a few things before I go? No, please do. Okay. Um, So I'm pretty new to streaming, but I started streaming a few days a week, uh, mostly playing things like League of Legends, Call of Duty, Diablo-like games, random shit. Uh, So you can watch me on Twitch. Uh, The name will be S-A-G-E-K-A-L-Z-E-E. My fiance streams once in a while, too. Uh, She just does random shit mostly. So her name is Coyote Rex, which Coyote and then like T-Rex. Then lastly, my best friend streams like almost every day. And his name on there is S-U-M-T-E-R-G-R-A-M. Uh, so just watch and follow. I don't have a subscribe button yet or anything. I'm just doing it for fun. So, uh, if anyone wants to play with me, that'd be cool. Um, that's about all I've got. Well, uh, be sure to go to Sage's streams and order more food right before he <laughs> shuts down. Yeah. <laughs> you, doing, you doing any of those uh, popular hot tub streams? <laughs> um, I'm naked most streams. So yeah. Ah, okay. Nice. Nice. Uh, the, I was listening to who's are these podcasts this week and they had Brett Hatley on and mm-hmm. he was talking about how they got a band because his wife's camel toe was shown. But it's like, there are chicks that all they do is just paint their breasts. So yeah. who the fuck cares? <laughs> you have literal porn stars on Twitch. Like, oh yeah. Cause isn't um, Mia Khalifa is now a Twitcher. Sure. <laughs> and she claims that she only ever did like 10 videos or something. I guess. Yeah. Uh, there was a whole news story about it. It was very funny. It's talking about how she's now on Twitch, and I'm like, what could she possibly do on Twitch that we haven't already seen? <laughs> well, Dude, there used to be a streamer uh, that was a girl that she used to just play League of Legends very poorly on purpose, like it was a character, and she used to get like 10 grand a month at, at minimum. Yeah, wow. Well, I think you'll enjoy last week's episode uh, talking about not what was it? Not appreciating Twitch streamers. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Let's give $5. Yeah. I haven't heard it yet. Um, I just listened to the last one that was out. Yeah. Well, um, go check out Sage on Twitch and his friends and fiance. And, uh, we'll post links to this in the description of this episode. So you can quickly go over there and I guess follow, you have to follow first until you get so many followers. Is that how it works? Yeah, pretty much before yeah. I get a subscribe and all that. But again, I'm, I'm mostly fine with just playing and streaming for now. So give him a follow. So maybe he can uh, become a Twitch thought, wear some programmer socks, mm-hmm. 
jiggle, jiggle around, whispering to the mic. I'll show my toes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so until next time, I'm Ted Burt. We'll see you.